A ministry of Dayspring Chapel, Arise, Shine, and Excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Our text is Ephesians three fourteen to 21. Be filled with all the fullness of God. Our key verses, we have three of them. The first one is Ephesians 1, 22 to 23. Ephesians 1, 22 to 23. And it says, And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And the second one is Ephesians three seventeen to 19. It says that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all these things what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. You know... If you are not rooted, you can't be grounded. You know, being rooted, being grounded. You just picture a young plant, like a seedling, and uh, you take it from its original place, and you want to transplant it. And if you are not careful, that thing will die, depending on the way you transplant it. If you don't stay in one place, you can't get rooted and grounded. It's also implied here, to be established, to be established, to be established. And that takes time, that takes time. So, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. You're not praying that Christ will dwell in your heart. You're actually praying that you will be aware that Christ is in your heart. It's a constant awareness that Christ is in your heart. You know, oh, Christ, please dwell in my heart. It's you to dwell in Christ. It's you to be aware that Christ is in you. Be aware that Christ is in you. Constantly being aware of that. We're going to talk more about this scripture. Let's move to the next key verse, or the next key scripture. That is Colossians 2, 8 to 10. Colossians 2, 8 to 10. It says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Be filled with all the fullness of God. Be filled with all the fullness of God. This is both an exhortation and um, a supplication. It's both an encouragement and a prayer. Be filled with all the fullness of God. Be filled. It's a prayer. Be filled. 
with all the fullness of God. Be filled with all the fullness of God. It's an encouragement. Go ahead and be filled with all the fullness of God. Don't stop at the little. Go for more. Now in our key verses, the three key scriptures, the three key scriptures, Ephesians 1, 22 to 23, Ephesians 3, 17 to 19, and Colossians 2, 8 to 10, we see three verses speaking about the fullness of God. I hope you notice that. We see three verses speaking about the fullness of God, referring to the fullness of God. In Ephesians 1, 22 to 23, especially the verse 23 says, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And in Ephesians 3, 17 to 19, that verse 19 says, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And Colossians 2, 8 to 10, that verse 9 says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So we see those three verses speaking about the fullness of God. Now, two relevant questions here. What is the fullness of God? What is the fullness of God? And we're going to get answers from the three key verses. So each of the key verses will give us an answer, an answer each from the three verses. What is the fullness of God? And we're going to also consider another question. How can a Christian, how can a Christian be filled with the fullness of God? How can you be filled with the fullness of God? And we're going to look at some practical things. How you can be filled with the fullness of God. The first question, the first question, what is the fullness of God? The fullness of God is better described than defined. The fullness of God is better described than defined. In fact, it suggests that um, there is no limit to the fullness of God. You know, when you say defined, it means there are edges, you know, there are limits. But if it's just description, that gives an idea that there is no end, there is no limit to the fullness of God. It's better described and defined. So there is no limit to being filled with the fullness of God. In fact, if you look more closely, more closely at the title, the title is actually what? Be filled with all the fullness of God. Be filled with all the fullness of God. The question we are considering just says it simply, what is the fullness of God? What is the fullness of God? But the title is actually what? Be filled with all the fullness of God. With all the fullness of God. So there is no limit to the fullness of God. There is no limit to the fullness of God. Because the Holy Spirit is actually saying what? Be filled with all the fullness of God. This means that the fullness of God is manifold. Is manifold. Manifold. Meaning what? Many and varied. Many and varied. Now back to our question. What is the fullness of God? One answer from the first one that we're going to consider, which is Ephesians 3, 18 to 19. We're going to answer this question from Ephesians 3, 18 to 19. And it says what? That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So from here, we can see that the love of Christ, 
which surpasses knowledge is the fullness of God. And to experience that surpassing and sacrificial love of Christ is to be filled with the fullness of God. Amen. The love of Christ, not just the love of Christ, the surpassing love of Christ, the surpassing, the sacrificial love of Christ is this fullness of God. Now, to experience that sacrificial, surprising love of Christ is to be filled with the fullness of God. We're going to look at another key verse or another key scripture to answer our question. So, we just used Ephesians 3, 18 to 19 to answer this question. And we're going to use Colossians 2, 9 to 10 to answer the same question. And the question is, what is the fullness of God? And Colossians 2, 9 to 10 say what? For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So, what is the fullness of God from this scripture? For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Who is this scripture talking about? About Christ. About Christ. So, the fullness of God is Christ. Christ is the fullness of God. Christ is the fullness of God. In fact, Hebrews 1.3 says that Christ is the brightness and the brightness of the glory of God and the express image of his person. The brightness of the glory of God and the express image of his person. When you see him, you see God. In him dwells the fullness of God. So Christ is the fullness of God. In 1 Corinthians 1.24, we also see that uh, the scripture says, Christ, the power of God, and Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So the fullness of God speaks of Christ. Christ is the fullness of God. Now, we have Christ in us. The scripture says we have Christ in us. So if we have Christ in us, oh, it makes sense to say that we have the fullness of God. We have the fullness of God. And we don't just have Christ in us. We are also in Christ. We are also in Christ. So what does that mean? We are in the fullness of God. We have the fullness of God in us, and we are in the fullness of God. Amen. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on be filled with all the fullness of God. Be filled with all the fullness of God. Now we're going to use the last scripture, the last of our key scripture, to answer the same question. And the question again is what? What is the fullness of God? What is the fullness of God? In Ephesians 1, to 23, we're going to use this one to answer the question. It says, And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So from this scripture, we capture this revelation. And what is the revelation? The church. Let's read it again. It says what? And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So, and he, who is the he that put all things under somebody else's feet? Who is the he? God the Father 
put all things under his feet. Whose feet? Jesus' feet. Jesus' feet. Okay? And gave him, who is the him? Jesus. To be head over all things to the church. To be head over all things to the church. So, to be head over all things giving to the church. All things have been given to the church. And Jesus Christ to be the head, the manager. And verse 23 says, which is his body. So, what is his body? The church is his body. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.